Move, bitch, get out the way. If you're just tuning in, that song was Move, Bitch by Ludacris, dedicated to that protester who recently chained herself to the basketball hoop at the Timberwolves-Grizzlies playoff game. Ain't nobody got time for that. Coming up on the show today, we've got some personal stories, some wacky news headlines, a great new sponsor, and of course, the online dating disasters of the week. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show. Well, it's great to be back in the studio. Thank you for tuning in. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, we appreciate it. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, 103.9theshawn, on Twitter, 1039theshawn, or you can send us an email, 103.9theshawn at gmail.com. If you listen from start to end, tell a friend. If you hate the show, tell a foe. We've all got one friend or foe out there, somebody that we can trust, or somebody that we really fucking hate. So either help their day out, or mess their life up for a little bit. The choice is yours. Either way, you're helping me out. Spread the show to a friend or a foe. So i got a couple personal stories for you guys today. I don't have many notes planned. I'm just going to be doing this off the cuff, so I hope it turns out to be entertaining and funny. And if it sucks, I want to hear about it. I appreciate all the constructive criticism that I've received. And uh, if you got something to say, let me know, because I'm all ears. I want this to be better, and I appreciate the people that I have heard from. All right, so the first situation that I wanted to talk about was Pokemon. Pokemon is still huge today. There was a student that was telling me about cards that they've been getting lately, and it just brought back all my memories of Pokemon growing up talked about it with one of my former guests on the show in one of the earlier shows, but Pokemon was huge, and it still is huge today. My first memory of Pokemon, I believe, was seeing someone at school playing the game. Yes, funny enough, people were allowed to bring their Game Boy and Pokemon to school, and I remember seeing people playing it at lunch and recess, and I thought it was really cool, and obviously... I wanted to be able to play my own, so I think I saved up money or maybe used birthday money and went to the store with my dad. It was a rainy day. I bought the purple see-through Game Boy Color and Pokemon Blue, and this was, I guess, maybe 1998, and it was just the greatest thing ever. Even though it was Game Boy Color, Pokemon Blue, everything was fucking blue. That was the only color, just blue, different shades of blue, dark blue, light blue, and a pale background. That was it, and that was all we needed. That's how simple video games were just 25 years ago. So anyway, I had the game and I was on top of the world, but the thing about Pokemon that is so 
extraordinary is that it's such a huge franchise. They have the games, they have the cards, they have TV shows, movies, merchandise, clothing, all this shit. And it's obviously very popular and a worldwide franchise, and it's still popular today. It's still popular with adults, still popular with kids, and they just keep inventing more and more fucking Pokemon. So I also remember as a kid buying packs of Pokemon cards, saving up enough money, being all excited to open up the pack, hoping that you got a holographic in there so that you could show it off to all your friends and have a rare card that they didn't have and then maybe negotiate your way through a trade. Back in the day, we brought our Game Boys to school. We would system link by using a cord and we would fight each other at recess or we would bring the cards in and then trade people for other things. You had to become a master negotiator in the fucking third grade. We're over there swindling deals as eight-year-olds and looking back, it's pretty funny. And usually people would either end up upset or pissed off or both. And the teachers eventually had to put an end to it because it was causing too many problems. So they stopped letting us bring our Game Boys and cards to school, which was disappointing for us. We had to just use all that stuff on our own time. But it was still fun. I still have my holographic and star rare Pokemon cards. Some of them I think are worth a decent amount. I never really looked up their value, but I have some decent ones. And I don't think I'll ever really sell them because they just bring back so many memories and they're every once in a while I'll look through them and be like, oh yeah, I remember this guy or whatever, whatever. And so this student was telling me about new cards that he got. That's what got me thinking about Pokemon in the good old days. So long story short, I decided to buy two packs of Pokemon cards recently at the store. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm turning 32 soon. Spent $8 on two packs of Pokemon cards, so now I'm admitting that to the world. Opened up the packs. I was hoping for some good stuff. There's some weird Pokemon now, which I have a problem with at least one of them. Uh, I got a couple holographics, and, you know, I don't know. Nothing really that great, it didn't seem like. But there was one Pokemon that it looks like two metal gears that are like side by side and I'm like alright well they're almost at a thousand Pokemon now I think overall and they're definitely running out of fucking ideas if we're turning machinery and putting a face on it and calling it a Pokemon I think we need to uh, take a step back give it a rest for a while come up with some new ideas but if you're out there and you're listening and you enjoy Pokemon, you have any cool stories, you have any super rare cards, anything that goes along with Pokemon, if you want to share your first memory of Pokemon, please do so. Slide into the DMs, 103.9theshawn on Instagram, 1039theshawn on Twitter, or 103.9theshawn at gmail.com. We would love to see some fan engagement. The inbox is as barren as the Sahara Desert. So if you got something to say, feel free, send it along, and we'll talk about it next time.
our next segment here is going to be about two animals that are pissing me off lately. Two very different animals, but they're both annoying. And I felt like I could air my grievances on here and at least make it enjoyable for you guys to listen to because I think you'll find some humor in it. So my girlfriend lives in more of a rural part of town. And one of her neighbors has chickens and a rooster. Well, that bastard will be cock-a-doodle-doing his head off starting at 4 a.m. And he doesn't even stop until about 9 a.m. This guy's schedule is all fucked up. If you're a rooster, I can let about three cock-a-doodle-doos slide at sunrise. That's how it's supposed to go, okay? That's how we were raised to believe a rooster acts in all the movies and cartoons and whatever the hell else had a rooster in it. The guy's on top of the fence. He sees the sun come over the horizon. He fucking cock-a-doodle-doos and the whole farm wakes up and everyone's merry and happy and whatever the hell else happens. This fucking rooster starts at 4 a.m. Sun ain't up at 4 a.m., buddy. Even in the summer, even when the sun starts to come up at 5 whatever, he's still an hour and a half early. I'm a light sleeper. The windows are closed. I could still hear this fucking guy. I have a problem with that. If you're affecting my REM, we're going to have an issue. And so this guy's causing me problems. And then once the sun's up, he doesn't even stop. He keeps going. The cockerdoodle-doos will continue all the way until like about 9 a.m. The sun is halfway to the middle of the sky at that point. What is this asshole trying to prove? Is he blind? I mean, that could be the only explanation that I could think of. Maybe this fucking guy can't see at all. He doesn't know if it's day, night, or whatever the hell's going on. He's just over there making a shitload of noise, waking up the whole neighborhood. I'm sorry that I don't sleep like a log. Unfortunately, I'm a light sleeper, and it's keeping me awake, or at least causing me to wake up and then be in some sort of half-sleep on and off as he goes through his routine once every half hour. Hopefully there's a hawk or eagle or owl because he's awake at 4 a.m. for some reason. Any kind of major bird of prey, I'm hoping can swoop in and get rid of this guy once and for all. So that's my rooster story. Now there's also another animal that's annoying me lately. There is a lizard that is about five inches long. It's black and like metallic blue. It's pretty cool looking, but it's a pain in the ass because for some reason it likes to hang out by my garbage cans by my garage. And when I go to mow the lawn, I obviously have to open up the garage door and taking out the weed whacker, the mower, yada, 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 all the tools. This fucking lizard likes to try to sneak into the garage and I don't want him in the garage because if he's in the garage he's one step closer to being in my house. Okay, I don't need him in the house. I don't need him in my, in my washer machine or my dryer which is also in the garage. I don't need him running around in my hockey equipment or just you know somewhere else so 
I'll occasionally see him try to run in. A couple weeks ago, I blew him out of the garage with the leaf blower. And that didn't really seem to deter him, evidently, because just when I was mowing this week, he snuck into the garage again, and I was trying to use a broom to get him out. And he's hiding because he's, like, scared. He's hiding behind shit. I'm trying to move stuff. I'm using the broom. And I moved something, and I must have jammed him against a wall, or I don't know what happened, but he disappeared. He might have went in the wall. Who the hell knows? But... I looked and I see this thing like squirming around and somehow his tail must have got chopped off and it was like moving on its own. It was like the involuntary muscle movement and the tail was like flipping all around. So I know he's injured. I don't think that's going to kill him, but who knows? Um, I'm tired of him being in my garage. So if he does die, he's not going to be missed just like the rooster. But those are just two animals that have been annoying me lately, and I hope that you gain some pleasure from my anger towards them. Alright, there was three weird news stories that stuck out to me lately that I felt like discussing here on the show. Number one, Albert Pujols, a surefire Hall of Famer, first baseman for the Cardinals and the Angels, He's now retired, I believe. Made a shitload of money. Hit a shitload of home runs. Great baseball player. Evidently not the best husband. His wife had brain surgery this week. And just days after the surgery, he drops the bomb on her that he wants a divorce. And when he talked about it to the media, he said, I realize this is not the most opportune time. Gee, you think? She's recovering from brain surgery, probably not at full brain capacity, probably can't even fully comprehend what's happening. And he's going to drop the divorce papers right then and there. Not a great move, in my opinion. We'll see how the rest of that story unfolds in the coming weeks and months. Another news story that recently broke, there was a 24-year-old rapper in Maryland who was fatally shot in a parking lot in what they assumed was an armed robbery. And instead of just embalming the body and having a wake and a funeral and just letting the body rest, the family decided to have his body embalmed and then propped up at the nightclub for everyone to come out and see his friends, his family, came to the show, his final show, as they propped up the dead body. And to me, that's a little bit freaky. I'm not sure if that's going to be... I'm not sure if that's going to be looked at in the future as something where they say, you know what, that was kind of weird. I don't think we should have did that. Who knows? I mean, if that's what they wanted to do, the family felt cool with it, I guess go ahead, give the guy the final show. To me, that's a little bit freaky. And last but not least, there was a news article that said, The mystery of why people seem to die around the age of 80 might finally be solved. Mystery? What mystery? Why is it a mystery that people die around the early 80s on average? Who out there is wondering why? Are they sitting around going, 
Yeah, you know, I wonder why people die in their late 70s or 80s. That's weird. I don't think anyone's sitting around wondering that. This, that's not a mystery. Why do people die in their early 80s? They're fucking tired. 80 years is a long time. Most people go through a lot in 80-some-odd years. A lot of wear and tear on the body. A lot of food processed. A lot of air breathed. A lot of everything. Possibly a lot of alcohol used. Possibly a lot of drugs used. The body is tired. It's done. 80 years is a good run. There's only a few mammals that live longer than humans. And there's only some animals in general that live longer than that. Could you imagine the giant tortoise? They can live to be over 200 years old. That's like a long-ass time, obviously. It's enough already. 80 years, that's a solid run, in my opinion. I don't think anyone's sitting around saying, yeah, I don't know, why? Why do people die after 80-something years? Uh, they're worn out. It turns out that the research they did that they discussed in the article says that by the time you get to 80-some-odd years, your cells have went through the near maximum of mutations that your body can put up with in its life, and therefore you start to have complications with your organs and or cancer, etc., etc. But I'm just surprised why anyone would think it was a mystery. And for that reason, I had to include it in today's show. Are you over there creating an account for another goddamn website and you're trying to prove to a computer that you're not a computer? Now you're stressing about selecting all the pictures that contain a motorcycle but one of them is a moped? Or select all the pictures that contain boats and it makes you do it four separate times? And now you're at the point in your day when you just want to put your fist through the computer screen? Well, then it's time you got the My One Stop Shop account. The My One Stop Shop account allows you to have one username and password for everything in your life. Everything. No more fumbling through forgotten password email scavenger hunts. This baby does it all. The only downside is that if it gets hacked, your life is over. Your life will be a bigger mess than Beirut, Lebanon, after the ammonium nitrate explosion in 2020. Is the risk worth the reward? Head to myonestopshopaccount.com to find out today. And now, without further ado, it's time for the Online Dating Disasters of the Week. Okay, so we're going to do something slightly different today. Instead of making fun of what people have wrote in the bio, we're going to make fun of one of the pictures they included. Now, let me make this clear once again. I'm not making fun of their appearance, okay? We're not here to do that. I know that I'm not a perfect-looking individual. Nobody is. I'm not making fun of their appearance. I'm making fun of what the hell they decided to put on their bio as far as a picture. So we're going to choose pictures that really sucked. One girl must have been in New York City, I believe, but she is 
cupping the ball sack of a giant golden bull statue. I think that's for the stock exchange in New York City. She's got a full nut in her hand, smiling away, and that's her opening picture because her name is listed right there. And once again, all these bios, pictures, will be on our Instagram, 103.9 the Sean. So please give us a follow so that you can see what the hell we're talking about and you can analyze what the hell was going through these people's minds. Once again, she's cupping the ball sack of a giant bull statue. That is number one. Number two, this goes along right with the fucking rooster story that I told. One girl's holding a rooster on her arm. I guess maybe not the weirdest thing in the world, but still not sure why it's on the profile. And she's kind of looking at the rooster <laughs> like she's she has feelings for it. I mean, we can certainly tell that she likes cock. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's like petting its chin and you got to go to the Instagram people and see what I'm talking about. She is gazing lovingly into this rooster's eyes. And I'll tell you what, the rooster is down for it. Number three, this woman must have been at an art museum or something, but she took a picture with this very fat, naked woman in a painting in the background of the picture. And she's posing just like the fat, naked woman is. And, yeah, that's starting off her profile. It's certainly an attention grabber, but I don't know for who. And that's going to do it for the Weird Pictures Dating Disasters segment. Once again, if you have a shitty profile that you're saving, please send it along to us. 103.9 The Sean on Instagram, or 103.9 The Sean on Twitter, or 103.9 The Sean at gmail.com. We would appreciate any and all submissions. If you enjoyed the show from start to end, please tell a friend. If you hate the show, tell a foe. Coming up after the break, we're going to be interviewing a couple of idiots who are still tripping from something they took at Coachella a few days ago. Should be interesting. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to 103.9 The Show. 